episode 60. Yes, you know, more than a year ago, I couldn't even imagine saying those words because so much has happened. We've gone over so many different topics uh, over the last year of the Mindfit Method podcast, over the last 60 episodes. And, you know, the, the podcast has changed quite a bit from when I first started. Um, I think I have changed quite a bit since we first started. And I think MindFit itself has changed quite a bit since we first started. But there's one thing that has not changed since day one of this podcast. And it's probably one of the most important topics that we've gone over over the last 60 episodes. And I want to dive into that a little bit today. And I want to use this podcast as proof of that specific topic, the effects of that specific topic in this episode today. So are you ready? Three, two, one, let's go. Hey everyone, what's going on? I'm Mike Fancher and welcome to this episode of the MindFit Method Podcast. Yes, it is true everybody, we are on episode 60 and I am stoked. I am so humbled, I'm thankful that you're here listening right now. I can't believe that we're 60 episodes in. I just can't even believe that that's happened. But in all of this, I really wanna go over the importance of a specific topic that we've gone over. And look, when we first started, the Mind of Method podcast was a bit different than it is right now, right? For those of you that have followed us since the beginning, the MindFit Method initially, just not even the podcast, but just the MindFit Method itself, was the process of using high-intensity exercise to enhance neurological function for kids. I founded MindFit USA in 2017. I had an amazing 5,000 square foot facility um, that worked with over a thousand kids over the course of the time that it was open. Um, and then COVID shut it down. And looking back, that was a very painful, that was a very brutal, that was a very um, telling experience. I, I've, I can honestly say I've learned a lot. When it first closed, I don't think I, I don't, I didn't take it as a learning experience. I took it as a lot of pain. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it was probably one of the most difficult things that myself and my family had to go through um, to shut down that facility. But if that facility hadn't opened, and quite frankly, if the facility didn't close, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I'm pretty sure that I would not have authored and published two books. So even though things have changed, because now I think you've kind of listened to the MindFit Method morph into mind fitness, which yes, absolutely includes the method of using high intensity exercise to enhance neurological function for all, not just for kids. But on top of that, um, we've just gone into mindset itself. And within mindset falls so many different things. Um, it falls your productivity, your focus, your ability to accomplish the tasks that you want to do, your ability to create and stick with habits and micro habits, um, our abilities to deal with you know, the issues that we run up against, how we're battle tested over time. Um, trauma itself, vulnerability, all of those things technically fall into the world of mind fitness. And mind fitness is the core of mind fit. And initially it started out with kids 
And now we're across a much wider group of people in in just everyone. I kind of laugh because if you remember all the way back, the opening um, theme song, I guess you could say, I said essentially right out of the gate, if you're a parent, a teacher, a policymaker, um, any type of an adult, we were trying to really help children in the world of learning. But what I've learned over this past year is that we can't help kids if we aren't mind fit ourselves. We have to have our own level of mind fitness. It goes back to that old process of when you get on a plane and the oxygen masks comes down as the uh, flight attendant is explaining the safety procedures. And what do they tell you? They tell you that you need to put your mask on before you help anyone else. And it's a very counterintuitive thing. That's why I think people struggle so much with self-care and things like that because they feel like, no, I've got to put all my energy into taking care of my family, my kids, my job, my career, whatever it is. And in the end, the ones that get completely sideswiped are ourselves, right? Ourselves. We are the ones that get completely sideswiped. So we need to be able to be mind fit ourselves to go into a world where we don't know what's coming at us, right? As much as we try to plan and be ready for whatever comes at us, oftentimes we just get, you know, this curveball that gets thrown at us that we had no idea what was coming, no idea whatsoever, And the goal, as you know, my idol, David Goggins says all the time, is to have your mind calloused enough and ready enough to be able to handle whatever comes at us. That in the end is mind fitness, right? And even within mind fitness, you have mindfulness, right? Being mindful of what's around you, living in the present, all of those things. But throughout this whole process, and this is where I said I want to use this podcast episode as an example. There is one thing, and I've talked about it in many episodes since we first started. There is one thing that is unbelievably important when it comes to mind fitness, mind fit in general, and no, you're actually going to be surprised. It's not the process of using exercise to enhance neurological function. As important as that is and the most core thing of mind fit that that is, that's actually not what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the power of consistency because this episode would not be happening right now. You would not be hearing this episode if consistency didn't exist. But I also want to be honest and truthful with you about something because the first 10 episodes of the MindFit Method podcast were not recorded each week. In fact, I had in my head that I needed to get ahead of myself, so I recorded 10 plus episodes before I ever released one, thinking that, okay, now I'm set. I'm good to go. I don't have to worry about it. In fact, I recorded all 10 of those episodes in my car while driving. Now, you can most certainly hear the difference in the audio quality between then and now because over time I have learned a little bit more of how to try to make this sound a little bit better each week. But The other thing that I learned is that I wasn't going to get better if I kept banking 10 at a time because then I would never go back and actually listen to them. I'd I'd already have them set. I wouldn't go back and hear and be like, oh, don't do this, do do that. It's just like reps in a gym. 
You can't go to a gym and do a thousand reps in one workout and then not work out again for three weeks. It doesn't work that way. You need to put the work in on a consistent basis. And it took me the first 10 episodes to learn that and to realize I needed to dedicate the time. I needed to put in the effort on what the topics were going to be, what my discussions were going to be. If I didn't do that and I tried to get it all in one shot so that I didn't have to worry about it, it's like cutting your grass extra low and then hoping that you don't have to mow it for the rest of the season. It doesn't work that way. The key was consistently getting them out. Now, I believe over the last year plus, there were two weeks that I missed um, episodes. So there were two weeks during this last 60 some weeks that I was not consistent, right? Two weeks that I was not. Um, And I look back and I'm like, oh, I only missed being 100% consistent two times. And I was like, ah, it doesn't sound that bad. But you know what? We're not going to let that happen again. We got to stay consistent in all parts of our life. Because that's just like getting reps in in a gym. It's just doing reps. That's how we get better at things. That's how we stay dedicated to things. That's how we stay productive. That's how we keep our mindset where we want to keep it to be able to move forward. You have to stay consistent. And I want to tell you for a minute, and please understand, this in no way is patting myself on the back. This in no way is bragging. Because if you understood the expectations that I have for myself in this podcast into the future, these numbers mean nothing. But number one, 60 episodes itself is pretty incredible. Less than 5% of all podcasts ever make it past episode one. Episode one. Of that group, less than 1% of all podcasts ever created, all shows ever created, ever make it past episode 12. And here we are today, and I'm talking to you on episode 60. That is the power of consistency. But that power comes from looking at things from a long time horizon, right? How far out can I look? And I'm going to be honest with you, I have created a goal for myself or a statement or a mission statement, I guess you could say, if you go back to the days of Jerry Maguire, of what I want for this podcast. Because I know a lot of people, especially fellow podcasters, you think, okay, I'm going to do five episodes, I'm going to do 10 episodes. And you're like, wait, why is no one listening yet? True story. When I first put out my podcast, I was so excited when eight people listened to my podcast, to the first episode, I got eight people to listen. And the reason I was excited was because I knew six of them. Because six people had reached out to me and say, I listened to it, but I didn't know the other two. And I was so excited that two other people that I didn't know had listened to the podcast. But as I'm recording this right now, we are getting closer. We're not quite there yet, but we're getting closer to the 50,000 mark for the number of times that this podcast has been downloaded. 50,000 downloads over the last year plus. That to me is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And it's not something that I ever, ever imagined. But I said before, I've kind of created some, how do I put this, expectations for myself of what I want the podcast to be able to do, the episode to be able to do, Essentially, my podcast goals. My podcast goals are this. 
And I tried to make them as realistic and just as real, real life as possible. So they are this. By the time I hit my 100th episode, to not be terrible. Well, we're on 60, so I hope that I'm working on my way there to not be a terrible podcaster. But by the time I hit my 200th episode, got a long way to go before I hit that, to make people curious enough to not turn it off. And by the time I hit my 300th episode, to be good enough that people want to listen. Those are the goals that I have for the podcast. But again, my time horizon is long. I'm talking three years from now in order to hit that 300th episode. It's a long time from now. But you also know when you have to start growing, when you have to make changes. And for any of you that have listened to the last several weeks now, uh, over a month at this point, um, you'll notice that a format change has occurred in the podcast. So now instead of one episode a week, there are two. And one episode generally is me talking like I am today. And the other one is a special guest that I have brought in from somewhere around the world. And it is unbelievable the connections and the people that I have had the privilege to interview and to chat with and to talk to on this podcast so far. We've had on Joel Crandall, the creator and founder of the Voila Method. We've had Jamie Kelsey, an unbelievable women's bodybuilder who's also a mom a teacher, and has learned to rebuild not only her body, but also rebuild her life. We had an unbelievable conversation with Rob Tracy, the founder and CEO of TAPS Training. We had an incredible conversation with Duncan Forbes about the current state of the world when it comes to gyms and personal training. And just recently, we had an amazing episode with Amy Wilson, a board-certified pharmacist in our discussion about Ozempic. But guys, let me tell you, we're just getting started. As of the recording of this episode, I have 39 podcast guests booked for the upcoming weeks and months, and they are all going to be absolutely fantastic. But none of this would have happened, and I guess this is the point in the end that I'm trying to make. None of this would have happened if there hadn't been some sort of level of consistency. One of the most powerful things I've ever heard said about consistency had to do with something that was actually said by Russell Brunson, who's the CEO of ClickFunnels. And he was talking about series on TV and how many times we don't actually learn about these series until they're in their third, fourth, fifth, even sixth season. And essentially what that means is they needed to stay around long enough to continue pushing, to stay consistent long enough to become relevant. And as I was hitting episode 10, episode 20, episode 30, episode 40, and there were plenty of weeks that I was frustrated. I didn't really know which way the podcast was going. I wasn't really sure what I wanted it to be. But the most important thing I kept telling with myself was that I had to stay consistent. And if I continued to stay consistent, I could make this podcast be anything that I wanted it to be. And right now, it is a podcast with, as of today, 60 episodes with nearly 50,000 downloads and some huge expectations for itself going forward. But in the end, in addition to consistency, 
The other thing that I really want to talk about right now is gratitude. I can't thank all of you enough. From those that have listened since day one, to those, maybe this is their first episode, to those that have been willing to come on the show and to be interviewed for the show, to those in the future that are going to be interviewed, and to those that don't even know that this podcast yet exists, but maybe 10, maybe 20, maybe 100 episodes from now will be the ones that one day make this podcast relevant to not only to them, but maybe to a friend or to a family member as well. Again, I thank you. I thank you for the time that you spend with me each week. I thank you for the experiences, the stories, and the wonderful things that I have learned from so many people over the last 60 episodes. We are just getting started. I promise you that I will continue to bring you content and episodes that I hope you can use to achieve all of the dreams and do all of the things that you want to do in life, to help hold you accountable, to help give you the mindset that you need to accomplish the things that you want to get done, to help you on your fitness journeys, your health journeys, your business journeys, your growth journeys, even if that growth is from incredible trauma. I promise you, I will continue to bring as much as I can bring to you through this podcast. I want you to be successful. I want you to stay driven. So I'm going to end this podcast the same way that I started it. Because as this continues to go forward, there's only up to go. So are you ready? Three, two, one, let's go. Hey everyone, don't miss this week's episode with RJ Burgess. He is a 15-time Ironman triathlete and you are going to be amazed at what he uses to stay driven. So keep moving forward, everybody. And until next time.